Welcome to Beyond Broken Hungry. We understand the struggle of juggling your career, relationships, nutrition, fitness, and finances while trying to pursue your dreams and, you know, stay sane too. We're here to make that both simple and fun for you. In this podcast, we interview a variety of wellness experts to share their expertise with all of us and make this journey we call life just a little bit more balanced. We're stumbling towards wellness right alongside you and are so happy to have you with us on this journey. So with that in mind, let's jump right in to this week's episode of Beyond Broke and Hungry. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Broke and Hungry. I am your co-host, Dara Sweat, and we've got... I'm Ellen Hogan, your other co-host. <laughs> yes. And today's for today's interview, we are at Graham Strength and Conditioning. Um, if you guys pay attention to our social media at all, you always see me, Dara, here uh, working out. Um, I also um, work with Nikki Graham, the owner for nutrition and everything else. We have the honor of having Christopher Maxim. He's one of the coaches here at Graham Strength and Conditioning on for this episode. And we're going to talk to him about his health journey and how um, he's overcome a little bit. So thank you so much, Chris, for being with us today. Ah, it's a pleasure. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So why don't you go ahead and give our listeners a little bit of a background about who you are um, and uh, how you got into CrossFit? Uh, All right. Well, um, I'm 33 years old, uh, single dad. I've joined CrossFit about two and a half years ago. I started this journey because I needed to make a life change. Um, The life change was I had $1,000 in my pocket um, and I was either going to buy a new cell phone or I was going to do something else with it. And I found Nikki and Tanner's uh, ad on Facebook. So I started thinking to myself, like over a couple of days, do I want to spend this thousand dollars on a phone? I don't really need another phone. Do I need this phone? What's this phone going to do for me? Or do I want to do something that's going to change me for the better? So I chose it at that time. Like I was living a real bad life. I, I drank a lot. I ate like crap. It was just horrible. This wasn't doing very well for me. So I invested thousand dollars into myself, and I've been here since then. Right on. That's awesome. So were you already feeling like you were just ready for a change? Because that seems like like a really drastic, like, yeah, overnight switch. Absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, I woke up a couple of times. You know, sometimes when you wake up in the, in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're really not impressed with what you see, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, like you're just, and then you're like, there's this whole affirmation things that everyone does now. I know a few people that do it. But like I, I was, I tried to do that, and I could, I didn't have one positive thing, one positive thing to tell myself. When you don't have something positive to tell yourself, you got to make a change. There's something, something's got to give there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you told me in the past about um, a really bad. It was a motorcycle accident, yes. right? That you were yeah. in. So um, I know that you, when you told me about it before, you know, it was really, really bad. I mean, you were, you were like basically broken. I mean, you were telling me the doctors pretty much said that they never thought that you would really be able to like walk properly again, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, six years ago, I was on my way home from uh, hanging out with some friends who riding our motorcycles. Um, I was less than three blocks away. I was obeying the speed limits. Wasn't really doing anything wrong. Wasn't ripping around, being a hoodlum. None of that. That was earlier in the night. <laughs> uh, but so I'm going home and, you know, sometimes people make mistakes and this lady made a mistake and she just took a left-hand turn right in front of me and I T-boned her uh, going at 45 miles an hour. I literally sent her front wheel drive shaft through the other side of the car. Um, I split my bike in two. I uh, snapped my pelvis completely in two. I severed my femoral artery, snapped my right wrist, right elbow and right shoulder blade completely. Uh, I bled to death three times. Um, they lost me three times. They lost me on scene, brought me back. 
um, on the way to Shans. They brought me back again. And then on the table trying to close up the femoral artery, they lost me again. So wow. they brought me back from that. Uh, I was in the hospital for about a good three or four months. Um, they decided to release me. Uh, I was healthy enough to go home. Um, I've got plates that hold my hips together. I don't need them anymore now, but it, for the healing process, uh, I was non-weight bearing for up to nine months. Um, if anyone knows what that is, is exactly, it's when you can't walk or bear any weight on the lower half of your body except in a sitting position. So going to the bathroom, I had to be picked up uh, to eat, to shower, to bathe. Everybody had to move me around. Um, I had to take uh, anticoagulants every day, a shot in the stomach. Every morning, every night, I had to stick a needle, a four inch needle in my stomach to keep me from getting blood clots on my legs because I was always sitting down. Oh my so about seven to eight months after that happened, um, after the accident, I was in the wheelchair. Uh, they released me to start walking again. He's like, oh, your bones are all healed. Good job, here we go. Uh, they didn't really do a very good job rehabbing me at all. Um, they kind of just like sent me packing and uh, said, all right, yeah, you're good to walk. And then I pretty much like learned everything from there. Like, I had a frozen wrists, frozen shoulder, all that stuff. And I taught myself what I could, you know, like self-taught, like go to the gym, eat good, you know, lots of protein, vitamins, zinc, calcium, all the stuff that I knew to get my body back what it missed and it needed. But I didn't really know what all that detail. And so you really do your research and you learn about all the stuff that you really get from fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, lean meats, fatty meats, you know, all the aminos that you get from that, things that people cut out of their diets that you truly need to survive. Like purified water. Purified water is garbage absolute garbage because it has nothing in it. it has no minerals it doesn't nothing. have the electrolytes it doesn't have anything in it yeah. it's literally just h2o and it pulls out of you like reverse osmosis yeah. you know it's bad yeah but, i heard that once and it blew my mind hearing it does. that especially with distilled water mm, still water it has literally nothing in it no. it's stripped down because it's boiled and mm -hmm. then just that's it and it so it actually, because your body, it leaches chemicals and minerals and things that you need out of your body. Yeah. And does really the opposite of what you would want water to do. Exactly. Which is but crazy. Everybody buys it. They buy it, mm -hmm. why? Because it's got that lower dollar value. You know, right. a bottle of Fiji versus a bottle of Kangaroo Purified, dollar to 18. Which one are you picking? Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. So this whole, journey of with your nutrition like learning these things to basically rebuild your body back like how how much of it do you owe to having a nutrition and having that balance i owe 90 percent of it 90 yeah. percent of everything that i've overcome to get my strength back to get my bones back to being strong again mm -hmm. tendons ligaments everything really just to rebuild the human body mm -hmm. it's all your nutrition like yeah. everything, nothing. If you want to be super strong, eat to be super strong. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you want to be super lean, you've got to eat to be super lean. What you put in your body, that's your fuel, all right? Like your car only op operates one way. You put 87 in it, how's it going to run? It's going to run like it's on 87, right? Mm -hmm. But you put that 93 and it purrs like a kitten. Mm -hmm. Think right. about it like that, you know? Mm -hmm. If I'm eating McDonald's yeah. versus like a good old... 100% beef burger I pick mm -hmm. up at the store and cook myself, what's my body gonna respond back to better? Right. And it responds better back to all these better foods, whole foods, and it mm -hmm. builds you better and it makes it actually even stronger. So now that my bones are all healed, they were weak before, my bones are stronger now than they were before I got in the wreck. Right. So now, like, I twisted my ankle today. 
it didn't even swell. Wow. Because of all of the anti-inflammatory vegetables and stuff that I eat, like mm -hmm. my body responded to, to the trauma mm -hmm. like it should, just right. bounce right back from it. Right on. Yeah, it is crazy how your body, if you are fueling it correctly, it really does bounce back. Mm -hmm. And I have, I know so many people that, you know, you eat like garbage all the time and uh. they're like, oh my gosh, I keep getting sick. It's like, well, you're living off of French fries and beer, and like, that's not gonna fuel you. Right. No. So, and they're like, well, I cook for myself, but okay, well, if you're cooking for yourself, we were just talking about this on the way here, are you putting in a cup of butter in the pan? Because that's probably gonna cancel out your eating Everything. chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what, it's, it's funny too, like, oh, I'm eating, people always like to say, I'm eating super healthy. I got this, this, and that out of the freezer. But if you really look at the back of the box and you see the ingredients, what's in there, if it's got more than six ingredients, it's probably not meant to be put inside. Yeah. You know, it's not whole for you. It's not natural, organic. Like when we, before we had grocery stores and we had people making these pre-made things, as a prehistoric man, we walked around, we foraged for what? Nuts, fruits, berries, meats. Mm -hmm. And look how strong and able they were. Mm -hmm. yeah. They didn't die all the time from sickness and disease because they weren't introducing to it. Now right. people are dying from cholesterol, heart attacks, heart failure. Why? Because they're becoming diabetics because they ingest pure sugar right. mm -hmm. on a daily. Right. Like. Yeah. That's something you gotta think about. You know, that's it's bad. Yeah. I know for like growing up, um, you know, you kind of you kinda of have to learn like what you're grown what you're raised with. And yeah. growing up, like my mom did not cook. Um, love you mom if you listen to this episode, but <laughs> she never she never really cooked. There was maybe three, four things that she would cook and it would be three, four times a year that she would cook them. Yeah. Um, we went out to dinner a lot and her her idea of us having home cooked meals was well there's frozen chicken pot pies in the fridge. There's lean cuisines. There's kid cuisines. There's frozen pizza. Just heat that up, like frozen frozen chicken and all this other stuff. And I know that a lot of those frozen things, like nowadays, you know, they're kind of updating it because that's being brought into light. But like mm -hmm. that, I, I that's one thing, like a big no-no for me. Like I don't, I will freeze food, but it'll be like fresh, and then I'll put it in the freezer and then cook it again later. Yeah. But like I really like that those all that processed stuff that's in a lot of those meals that are healthy but it's like well how is it healthy when there's you know six thousand six six five hundred grams of sodium yeah like, exactly, in them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. like and lean ones are good for the for a crunch but they're not good to maintain it's not sustainable right right, right. um and also i mean i buy free i buy frozen stuff all the time but i buy frozen veggies i buy frozen fruit i buy if i really want to have french fries i get the frozen ones that aren't already salted mm -hmm. and i bake them mm -hmm. and it go. just makes me feel so much better than actual fried french fries yeah it's and like wrong with french little fry. things make a make a change and you know sometimes i go to mcdonald's and i get french fries because that's what i want right it's all intuitive about balance eating. but <laughs> i am a big hey, intuitive eater but when's the last time you had a mcdonald's french fry chris <laughs> He's laughing. You want, be, you want to be honest about it? <laughs> this this past weekend, it was about 2 a.m. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Do night out at the beach bars? Oh, man. You, just, I, you know, every <laughs> once in a while, you have to indulge. And that's the thing, too, is like, yes, eat healthy, but also give yourself that little bit of, you know what, today... I'm, I'm gonna kick back, you know, do yeah. that 80, 80, 20 or 80, 90. Right. Everybody deserves, and don't call it a cheat. It's not a cheat, you're not cheating on anything. Right. You're treating yourself, like right. I've worked hard, I've maintained. 
I deserve a little something. But okay. as long as you're not splurging in it, you're not going overboard, it's not a daily thing, there's no harm in that. So don't feel guilty about eating those french fries with the salt. Yeah. Get them. Treat yourself yeah. because you worked hard for that french fries right. with the salt. Right. Like me, I worked hard for those glasses of whiskey and those fries in the morning. Right on. I worked hard for that. <laughs> there you go. I, I've heard that it's like it's actually better for you to not even just like on a mental scale of keeping things balanced, but physically it's actually good for you, for you to have a day where you kind of treat yourself because correct me if I'm wrong I'm not a scientist or anything like that but like it doesn't like the next day like your body kind of works a little bit harder because it's like expecting that so it kind of kicks it into you're constantly like re-kicking it into that gear I, you know what I believe I've heard something along the lines of this um we should have I can at, I can attest to that a little bit because I do notice what my own body and that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying like I can personally attest to it with my own body I know that your body's one big memory cell right right? Right. muscle memory brain memory all that stuff so yeah i truly believe that if like you're it's if it fits expecting it it's like oh we're gonna get this we're gonna pump out that many more calories today we're gonna make her jump 16 more inches higher Mm -hmm. or whatever and then when she goes to have this we know we're gonna get it right so yeah i actually i believe so it sounds like something that's we'll we'll have to talk to the actual dietitians about it but we'll see what is your favorite like your favorite cheat meal is it whiskey and french fries or do you have some no that was just that was just his past one that was just a that was a clutch move actually my, one of my i don't really i try i've cut back on like drinking a lot mm-hmm. um but listen whiskey is my thing especially just straight whiskey on ice i don't like chasers i'm not that guy all right i like to not with whiskey no man you just you gotta, gotta i like the, the flavor. i like the oak the wood taste it's just i don't know it's, it's and where i'm from in upstate new york when you're cold, you take a shot of whiskey. Yeah, that's what you did. Warm, oh, warm you right up. Yeah. But that's what we did. So when you're riding around snowmobiles all day long, what did you do? You kept a bottle of whiskey on your bag. So, so that's what I grew up with. So now well. if, I've got, if I want to go have a drink, that's what I do. But like my favorite cheat meal, and I'm, I'm going to be real good about this one, I am a fanatic for anything blueberry. Anything. Blueberry, blueberry pies. You put a blueberry pie in front of me, I will fight you. <laughs> All right, I will eat out my, my mom every Thanksgiving, every holiday. She makes me my own personal blueberry pie and gets me like a half a gallon of almond milk or like whatever it is I'm drinking at that time. Sometimes it's cashew, you know, so I, I change it around all the time. But I will demolish that pie in one sitting. It's not very good at all for you whatsoever, but that's my like ultimate cheat for the year. Like that's it. Like when you eat a whole pie, you know you did something bad, but it felt so good. Oh my god! Yeah, it felt good in the heart, but in your whole body's like, why did you? Oh yeah, the next day I could feel it in my joints. Like, oh my god, I ate so much sugar. Yeah. Oh, so much sugar yesterday. My skin will start looking weird. It gets bad. We actually did a blog post about sugar hangovers and kind of. It's just real thing. It's a thing. Snack food binges are a real thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when when I was up in Nashville visiting her in in August, we did like a movie night and like I don't really I'm not a big candy person, Mm -hmm. but like when I go see a movie or whatever, we'll get I'll I'll eat some candy and popcorn and I I ate so many like so many different candies, so much sugar, and the next morning I woke up and I literally my fingers were swollen. I I did not we. I think we had one margarita at dinner time, and that was the only alcohol I consumed the whole night. I woke up and I felt hungover. Mm. Like, I felt straight boo boo. <laughs> it's also really interesting, too. Once you start eating healthier, your body does actually realize what it wants. Mm-hmm. And when you give it a bunch of like junk food, your body starts being like, wait, where's. 
we're the fruits and vegetables right. that we're supposed to be eating. That's what we like here. You know, <laughs> that's that's kinda... absolutely true as well. I'm glad you brought that up because it's it's a thing, man. Like, I know, like, I went to Orlando for a weekend, and we went to hit all these music parks, and we ate all this stuff. And when we got back, I just felt like complete garbage, like, for three, four days straight because I didn't eat my normal stuff. So... Nutrition's the 90% of everything you need for your life. Mm-hmm. It really is. Right. Yeah. So you went to Orlando and you did like this. Yeah. This like whole. Yeah. 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 Um, I whenever I do like the girls nights or go out with my friends and stuff like that. Like you, you just. feel it. And you feel it for like an entire like week after. I feel like. It yeah. takes you. And maybe that's just age. I don't know. But like I feel like when you really are focusing on maintaining and, and being with like going good with your nutrition and everything else. Like when you do stuff like that it's like your body is like don't ever do that again for like yep. a couple of days <laughs> it's, it's like dara shame on you yeah what have yeah. you done to me what have you done to me like over and over and over again um when you were starting to get into this newer like healthy lifestyle of mm-hmm. having to kind of learn this nutrition thing to build to build your strength back and everything else like was it difficult for you and how strict were you being at first like did you have a transition period or did you just decide this is what i'm doing uh, I would say, to be honest with you, it was kind of like a transition period mm-hmm. because I didn't know squat about nutrition. Right. So my first instinct was to start following all the fad diets, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, low carb. Oh man, high protein. Oh man, eat like this for 30 days. Oh, just drink water for a week and da 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 da. So I went through all these different things and I saw results with them. I did. Some of them I did, some of them I didn't, but none of that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. So. What I really buttoned down to it is when I first when I got in with in with the gym with Nikki and Tanner, uh, Nikki started doing my nutrition and then she told me this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. She gave me the information, I just applied it, and that's all it is is information. Just and then telling yourself, yes, the har- the hardest part of any fitness or any any health goal in life is never going to be the actual exercising and working out. It's eating. Mm-hmm. Eating is going to be the that's the hardest part. So. The, the part that took me was when Nikki sat down with me and she's like, you gotta do this. This is what we're gonna do. All right, you're gonna follow this plan. It's a basic idea. This is gonna get your foot in the door. Once we start getting this and we start seeing some things and you're maintaining it and you're sustaining it, then we're gonna dial it in more and dial it in more because your body is forever changing. Right. So your nutrition needs are gonna forever change too. So as you grow older, chemically, you're changing. Right. Your nutrition needs to change with that. So as you get older, you might need require more protein, more calcium, mm-hmm. more this, more that. So as I became more fit and I lost weight and I got stronger, I got faster and I got more determined, more focused, she dialed it in more and more to suit the need of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the end goal is that you right. need it to you need nutrition to fuel that absolute desire. Like a race car needs race fuel, right? right. You know, diesel trucks need diesel. Athletes need good, solid macros. Right. Yeah. So what um, what way do you kind of approach your nutrition these days? So are you do you count your macros? Do you go off of a strict plan that you get from Nikki? Um, Nikki gives me 
ideas of what to eat um not ideas but more so uh information on foods uh different things i can eat consume that will give me the results i'm looking for mm -hmm. and she helps me keep track of my macros she'll give me a certain level to stay at i'll try to stay with that level follow it along and then we'll see how my body reacts to it and if we have to change it around we will like i'm my body responds very well to high calories tons of carbs and protein a little bit of fat you can feed me 2,000 plus calories and I will lose weight. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Jealous. Right? <laughs> right? Um, just on the for me to gain yeah. muscle, you have to feed me a lot. I have a super high metabolism. Mm -hmm. um, that comes a lot of the things with like my, my lifestyle for work. Like when I'm at work, I do a lot of physical labor things. Mm -hmm. So I burn more calories just doing that than anything else. So I have to eat that way in order to do what I want. So that 2,000 calories that makes me lose weight is different for anybody else. Right. You know, that's probably my deficit. You know, especially with the in-body scan thing. You've done that before, mm -hmm. right? The in-body mm -hmm. scan tells you everything you got going on in there. That right there Things really you tells you what know. to do. Yo, <laughs> listen, you know you'd be sweating when you got nutrition checking with Nikki right. and you haven't been on your stuff. It's like the week before, you're like, I got to keep it tight. Oh, I have a check-in on Saturday. That's why, like, even though she's visiting this week, I'm like, I got to make sure that, like, I'm like, how much are you putting in there? Like, what are you what are you putting in there? And I'm, like, putting it yeah. in my, my fitness pal. So, and I'm like, I got to go for another walk today so I can earn this. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that's, that's the thing, too. I, I track my food. I track what I consume. tells me my calories and my macros. And then I also track how I feel. You know, you got to track how you feel too, because not following your macros is good and all that. And that, that's a good part of your nutrition. But if you are still hungry, something's not getting filled, you know, right. you're not getting enough fat somewhere, enough protein, enough this or that, something along that nature. So not just track, don't just track it digitally, track your body, track how you feel, you know, yeah. on a physical level, like just make sure that you feel good. If you're feeling good and you're performing well, awesome. You're probably good to go. But like, if you're not, take a look at what you've been eating lately. Right. Take a look at what's been, have you been drinking enough water? That's huge yeah. for our nutrition. Huge. Absolutely. So, uh, meal prepping, I, I, I meal prep, you know, I kind of, I, uh, meathead muscle meal prep. I'm not like, you know, the gourmet meal prepper. I'm that guy that goes in there. I buy like the rotisserie chicken. I strip it down, throw it in a, throw in a container or two with some grilled vegetables. And I call it a day, yeah. but I'm not a cook. So right. there we go. But other You're than that, in there whipping up these crazy ass recipes. You're yeah, just like, no, I need you don't want me to do that either. Oh, no? <laughs> so no, no, you don't want me to do that either. Listen, I'm good at making three things. Okay. Pizza, French toast and waffles. So that is it. <laughs> All right. You make protein waffles. <laughs> oh, I listen. Protein. I, I, that's why I got good at protein. I got good at waffles was because protein waffles. Nikki there gave me a recipe go. and like, I got really good at it. Protein waffles are so good. Oh my God. And they make you feel a lot better too. Cause they fill you up instead of with just carbs. You don't like crash from it. Yeah. Ooh. With real syrup like real syrup like that yeah, maple like leaf or mock syrup, syrup. <laughs> the one where you got to really fight to open it <laughs> you don't just pop the top yeah that so one you know it's, it's a little crusty yeah. it's a little crusty yeah yeah, 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 that yeah, one. yeah. oh my goodness that's too funny <laughs> so how long have you you got into the crossfit two and a half years ago about uh -huh. how long did it take you to decide i want to coach was it right away or were you doing crossfit Ooh. leading up to that or how did that process go that's an interesting question um i had Coaching was not even on my radar at all, like at whatsoever. Uh, Nikki, because um, I was always like, I got really, I drank the Kool Aid, like I was in. 
I was there every class. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, I would always help at the end of the day, pick up the equipment, clean up, help set up for anything I needed to. Like, I was just there, and it was just because it kept me busy, and I wanted to be a part of something. So like I just put all my energy into it, right. and then Nikki just saw something like in me when it came to like being in the gym, me working out. The people kind of followed me. They kind of listened. They, 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 they asked, some people even asked me for advice. I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not a CrossFit. I wasn't anywhere near a CrossFit anything. Mm -hmm. So she just asked me one day. She was in. I remember she was painting the bathroom in our very first location, and she's like, "Chris, you ever think about coaching one day?" And I was like. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, and then it's just like it's like she planted a seed, and I just started thinking about it, and I started saving up for it, mm -hmm. and I started watching Tanner coach classes. I would just hit, sit in there and read a book and watch him coach for like two or three classes, and I would like not even ask to. I just did this, and I started like watching and paying attention to people moving and what Tanner did and the explanation behind each movement and all this stuff. Like I just tried to absorb as much as I could. And then next thing I know, they asked me like, and it was like two days before it was gonna happen too. Like they really got me with this one. They're like, so uh, what are you doing this weekend? Well, no, I mean, me and the kids, we're gonna go do blah, say, blah, say, blah. Oh, well, no, no, you're not. We're gonna watch them for you. You're gonna go take your level one. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we signed you up. We were good to go. Wow. Uh, oh awesome, yeah, so they put me right into it and they, they watched my children for me. And I went in there and I, I, I did exactly what they told me to do. You know, I just read the information, applied it. I learned a lot of good things from it, and then and then from there, it just it just grew even more. So a year and a half later, I went and took my L2. Now I'm gonna now I have my level two, and that one I just went and did. I just wanted to get it just because I wanted to know more right. and to be able to do that. Because like your level one is like your intro, right? L2, it's fine tuning. So like I could watch Dara do a snatch and I'm watching fine points of her movements mm -hmm. and I'll see something that's out of place and I can tell her, hey, do this or give her a cue or, or show her what I want her to do. Adjust your hands. Uh -huh. yeah. Exactly, adjust this, move your feet, try to land softer, land solid. Patience. Mm -hmm. Get out of your head. That's a big one. <laughs> That's a Get big out one. Of your I get head. yelled at a lot. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And you know what? It's working out. It requires mm -hmm. patience. Um, just those things. And then, boom. Got my L2. And then COVID. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I get, didn't get to apply it yet, but now we're back. We're up and running. We're good to go. Right on. Awesome. Yeah. So, cool. what do you really love about... CrossFit, like what made you choose that? I know you saw the Facebook ad. It's never but. the same. I love what I love most about CrossFit is it always puts me in my place. Mm. It lets me know every day that I need to be humble and I need to stay focused and always stay hungry, mm. always stay chasing it. When you think you're crushing it, you're not. You can always do better, always do better. There's never perfection, always progress. Yeah. All right. It's it really it really does like. You, you, you can attest to that. You'll come in here and do a workout, and it'll put you right in your place. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I think I'm the bomb. Look at me. I'm fit. Da, da, da. Yeah. Nope. The chief. <laughs> you were here for the chief. I died back there. Yeah. All right? Friendly Fran. Oh, I friendly died. Fran, not so friendly. Right? No. <laughs> and then the next day, I got the next workout, and the next workout just didn't go so well on your end. Yeah, it did not. You know? It was not good. It's, it's <laughs> always changing, and it's always putting you in your place. But the fact that we all do it together, and it's mm -hmm. like a, it's a community thing. People are always like, oh, CrossFit, cult, blah, blah, blah. Okay, guys. 
I heard this rumor thing about oh, nine million it, times all, all the time. Oh, you probably call. <laughs> da, da. Yeah, so are you and nine thousand other people that have to go out every Friday night? Mm-hmm. Definition of a cult. Right. Let's think of that. Right. So, but here the camaraderie, the community, and the fact that we all know each other, we all respect each other. Mm-hmm. We no one here has aunt. I walk in the gym, they don't care if I can do a muscle up. They probably can't, or they can. But we're here, we're trying to do it together. We're mm-hmm. all gonna get a little bit better today, together. So that's one of my favorite parts about it. So being humble, it puts you in your place, and the community, it's just, you you won't find another one. You can't, it's, it doesn't exist anywhere else. You can't get that at Planet Fitness. Yeah. You can't get that at Bailey's. I mean, not unless you go in there with a squad of 15 and you start throwing stuff around the room. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of frowned upon over there. Yeah. Here, it's, it's what we do. Right. No, it's, and that's so true. And that's like a big thing. Like I always, uh, I always thank, um, you know, Jess, but I always thank yeah. my friend Jess all the time about, you know, she told me for years, you need to try CrossFit. You need to try CrossFit. We both have this, that same body type and we both did all the different workouts and would, ex- would exchange things since, you know, middle school and everything. And, um, you know, she kept telling me all these different gyms, like you need to come, you need to come, you need to come. And I was like, no, 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 no. For whatever reason, when she was here, she was like, Dara. You have to come, check this gym out, just come to a class, whatever. And I finally did, and I literally told Nikki to give me the paperwork, like, by the end of it. Like, yeah. the vibe, and, like, I've I've seen other CrossFit gyms. I've, like, you know, kind of walked into some, whatever. And, like, even just, like, the vibe here at this one specifically, not trying to be biased to this gym, but <laughs> um, but it is such a community here. And, like, like when I, when I first joined, I've been in Jacksonville for a couple of years, and have been looking for something to be involved with and like this is more than just a gym like it really is like you know and people people care about you and like people know too like I feel like the more you dive into it too like if you have a bad workout like people like just pray for you because like they know like all right either this was this could have just been a bad day for you or maybe you're going through something mm-hmm. and like your your workout is off and that that's a big factor into it too like yeah. you know you could be on point with your nutrition and doing everything the right way but like if you come if you're going through something you come in for a workout like you could either be too distracted or or trying to use the workout as a as a distraction too much and really just like blow that workout <laughs> yeah no it's listen that like i said get out of your head mm-hmm. like that's a thing you got to come in and you have to be focused and ready to, to do it otherwise you're not going to have that workout you want you're not going to get the result that you want you know but everybody has bad days i have them all the time mm-hmm. all right it takes a lot for me like some days i have are horrible days but i still have to come in here and coach i can't let that project onto my athletes i can't let that project on you guys i could be having the worst day but i'm not gonna let you know about it because when i walk in that door it's not about me anymore it's about everybody in this room and what i want for them is to be better right and by the end of time i get done coaching those classes I actually feel better. Sure. You know, because I just went through all this stuff. I, I watch people PR. I watch people get better. I watch people do movements they usually don't do or they did it better this time. They're faster. They're not dying. You know, their soul isn't on the ground anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's all part of that. Like, that's one of the reasons too that like, I really decided to be a coach because I've done a lot of things in life and it's always been a take always taken Mm -hmm. I've never given never given without 
wanting a return, you know? Right. And right. that's what I get from this, is I can give without wanting something back from it. I don't expect anything back from anybody when I do this. Absolutely. Just the fact that I just gave you this hour of my time, that you got better, you're happy, you walked out of here, the stress of your day probably just came off of your shoulders. Oh, that's, yeah. that's good for me. I like it. it. Makes me feel like I'm productive. It makes me feel like I'm part of society. Right. Very cool. That's awesome. Um, another question about nutrition. Uh huh. Um, so, what are you, some of your favorite recovery meals or um, like pre-workout Ooh. meals? What are your go-to? Okay. So excited. My 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 pre-workout juice. Uh, I'm real big on um, on creatine. Uh, not a bunch of it though. Like your body doesn't need a whole bunch of it. You produce it naturally. You just need a little extra um, to help that muscle synthesize the proteins, things like that. But I'm real big with creatine. Um, thermogenics are cool if used in the right way. Uh, I use a thermogenic, um, but it's mostly natural things like caffeine, green tea extracts, stuff like that. Uh, my go-to though is uh, black coffee with four shots of espresso, almond milk. <laughs> That's uh, you want to know why I walk in here with a hmm on my yeah. face and I'm ready to go? Gives you a zing. Well, now I know. Oh, listen, I'm telling you, but that's me. That's yeah. that's how my body responds to it. Um, as for food, like an hour before a workout, I like to have like something easy and light. Uh, probably a, sometimes I'll, I'll just do a protein shake. Um, but only like a half a scoop with like 16 ounces of water just to get something into my system mm-hmm. if I haven't really been eating a lot throughout the day. And that's just, especially with that too, like if you don't eat good throughout the day, you come in here, try to work out, you got no fuel in the tank, you're not gonna do well. Right. But I like to do like a little small protein shake. Um, one of my favorite things is a detox uh, from Island Smoothie, or, no, yeah, Tropolis Smoothie. I like their uh, Island Green Detox. It's like avocado, spinach, and like it's some really other stuff. That's really good. That's you what know, I usually get. That's my guy right mm-hmm. there. Listen, it's so good. I love avocados. Like, it's nobody's business. Yeah. I eat them right off the ride. My mom thinks it's gross, but I think it's great. Oh, I love avocados. It's, oh, it's yeah. just it's t- telling I would you. do that if I lived in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Post? Post is just a straight up protein shake and maybe some fruit uh something sm- simple carbs it's very simple because your body before and after a workout it, it it synthesizes things differently like it responds to so like eating a post meal right after a workout i'm not a big fan of it i don't, I don't really see a difference with my result but i notice that if i do something simple my body can absorb quickly mm-hmm. than that first hour after doing it That's fair. uh protein or protein yeah protein <laughs> <laughs> um Simple sugars, uh, carbs. Um, every once in a while, I'll do gummy bears. To be real with you. Ooh. Yeah. Just just a couple though. Only one or two. Just s- small sugars. Like uh-huh. just something to put it back in. Re- yep. Replace the like oxygen levels. Um, other than that, it's nothing. But like an hour and a half after a workout, dude, I'm all about a big juicy steak and some taters oh, all day nice. long. Like sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, steak. Uh, Burgers. I eat chicken, but like I told you, I'm all about the meathead meathead prep. Yeah. So like my chicken is already cooked for me. True. So true. I don't even really heat it up anymore. It's weird. I just consume it as fast as possible. Uh, brown rice. That's a good one for me. And every green vegetable I can possibly eat. Nice. Anything that I get, I, I just I randomly pick them too. Like I don't even like go in the grocery store with a list. I just go like every other one. And the next time I go in, I go I go the opposite direction, <laughs> just to see what I end up with. And you know what? Be, surprise yourself. You're gonna have something in that cart. You're yeah. like, what can I do with this? And it works. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I definitely, that's so funny that you said that because I literally, I, I've been getting better, but like when I go to the grocery store, if I don't have a list, I feel like I walk in and I'm just like, eh. what am I going to do in here? Like, where do I go? Like it's same grocery. I go to Trader Joe's. It's the same route every single time. But if I don't have direction, I'm like, how do I navigate this grocery store? Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Stay on the outside. Don't go in the middle. <laughs> right. I, I guess that's true. But sometimes there's there those little snacks that they got there are uh, not listen. so bad you gotta have treats you have to you have to all right good and plenty's uh, i don't know if anybody likes that candy but i do my mom loves good and plenty's i know listen i don't know what it is they're terrible but they're good (laughs) at the same time i used to pretend they were medicine growing up because they they look like little they do they do they do gosh yeah they really do so do you like i know everybody has like a different routine with their nutrition do you do like um breakfast lunch dinner i know you said that you do like a pre and pre and post workout snack but or like i'm the kind of person that i like to do breakfast snack lunch snack dinner and then maybe a dessert ish type of thing and typically my desserts can be like apples but like or or do you just kind of eat when you're hungry or do you have a routine um well, it uh, usually with my it depends on my schedule, really. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, if I keep myself a plan, I will. You know, uh, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, snack before bed, protein shake. Because um, I'm a big, huge person on waking up at 2 a.m. starving, so I will protein shake and like chai and like uh, or is it chai or chi? Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm sorry. Uh, and flaxseed because it like mm-hmm. digests slowly right um that's what i do every night before i go to sleep so that i don't wake up in the middle of the night starving because i do but most of the time it's just i make sure i eat to where i'm not hungry mm-hmm. because that's the worst feeling in the world nobody wants to be hungry or hangry right what time do you typically work out like are you in is it more of like an evening thing for you or i typically do i try to keep my schedule varied on that one as well I like to go mornings and then I'll do evenings and then I'll do midday just to keep my body guessing Yeah. because I don't want myself to become, I don't want to become complacent and that's what I really like about CrossFit is like it's always changing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my schedule should not always be the same. I mean, I don't think it really matters much, mm-hmm. but to me, I like to get up early in the morning. I'll take my dog for a run um, and if I'm in the mood, I'll come in here and work out. If I'm not, then I'll just save it for the afternoon, but it all depends really, just, just the day. I don't have to keep a strict schedule for it. I don't think anybody should really keep a strict gym schedule mm-hmm. because then it becomes a chore. Right. And nobody likes chores. Right. You know, yeah. you should come every day, enjoy yourself every day, but don't make it a chore. Yeah. 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 Every person has a different time, though, that I feel like they're just the best at the gym. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I, you and I, Chris, I think we're talking about this last week because I typically come in, I'm a morning person. I typically come 6.30 a.m. But there is occasionally when my work schedule kind of is just tough and and it's easier for me to work out in the evening than it is for me to work out in the morning. And, um, you know, I... I work out in the mornings fasted. I don't eat anything before I come to the gym. I wake up, I change, and I come here and I work out. And I was a little nervous um, when I came last week after a full day of, you know, eating breakfast and lunch and like kind of not snacking in, but like eating my normal routine of food. But I actually felt like I had an incredible workout Mm. when I came in. And it was, you know, where is it opposed to the next morning when, and it could have just been me being sore, but like that next morning I worked out and it was awful. 
<laughs> like well, I did not feel like I had the, the the right amount of like energy for it because I really had only eaten like one meal in between those two workouts. Yeah, well, I mean, the, that working out fasted and working out at the end of the day is definitely two different ball games. Like mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, like I said, there's no fuel in the tank. That's why, like, no matter what, like if I come, if I'm gonna work out in the morning. I eat something or I'll have like that protein shake or something. Something's got to be in there. So my body has got something to use while I'm doing this. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't have anything in there, yeah, it's going to burn out calories and fat cells. Like it's going to like fast the workouts are supposed to do that. Right. But at the same time, you can bring just as many calories and do just as much work or more because you've got that energy put through your body throughout the rest of the day. You've gotten plenty of water, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Think about it, when you're sleeping for eight hours, nothing's going in there. Right. And then when you wake up, right. typically something comes out, right? right. Before you, like yeah. first thing in the morning, you know, you get, everybody's gotta use the bathroom. Right. Well, you're not hydrated really, you're not all these things. So if you're gonna work out in the morning, my suggestion is, is at least get some water in, drink some water, maybe a cup of coffee, uh, anything, a half a protein shake, mm-hmm. you know, a scoop yeah. before with like 16 ounces of water versus the eight, mm-hmm. you know, something like that just to get something rolling through there. So it's fasted. It's not like mm-hmm. you're chucked full of food from the whole day, right. but at the same time, you're not walking in there on E, right? you know, but at the end of the day, yeah, you crushed that workout because you, your body had so much in there, <laughs> right? so much. Yeah. So you were ready to roll. Yeah. I think it's so interesting, like the way that your body feels like as opposed to like when you work out in the morning versus versus the evening. I don't know which one's better, but I do I do feel like it is like you said, you gotta keep your body guessing and switch it up and just mm-hmm. every now and then be like, surprise. Like that's why like I work out here and if I'm not here I usually run. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like I like to run. I'm one of those weirdos. I don't like to run a lot. I like to run about three miles and then that's it. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah, I, I'm running anything if you're not training for marathons or you know, you're not doing all that. Running anything over three miles is just nuts. You know, I mean, are you crazy? Are you psychic? I don't know what's right. going on. You get somebody hitting his closet. I don't run at all. I hate running. Some people don't like running. I get my cardio from boxing. <laughs> that is there my you go. There's different types my of cardio. Rate, my heart rate gets up or hit workouts. I just hate running. <laughs> I see. You know what? You know what gave me the inkling too before coming into CrossFit to do CrossFit. And it was like the Bader. I did all that uh, P90X and like oh, T25 yeah, stuff, yeah. right? And it was kind of like this, mm-hmm. but not this. Right. And then like I got super good shape. And then like after I did it, like I didn't do it anymore. And I got like all, you know, Loose back out of shape. <laughs> yeah, everything got a little fluffy. And then uh, I made the decision again. Ending. Like I made the choice to come and change right. life. Right but on. that's that's where it was at. Like those things are like the intros, you know. Right. But they're not those 60-day workouts. That's not sustainable. Right. It's nothing that's going to keep you going for a long period of time. Right. You can't just do a 60-day challenge and then expect and then not do anything after that and then no. expect your body to continue to be on that routine when you're not doing that routine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Was, Nikki tells me that all the time. She's like, dude, you can't just do it for a little while and then stop and then expect it to stay. Mm-hmm. You can't. You know, same thing with your nutrition. You can't eat good for a month, you know, do a challenge, lose six or seven pounds. Oh, man, I'm feeling great. I look great. And then expect to keep it off. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. You know, you got to maintain that result. Sustainability. That's super important. There it is. Right there. Sustainability. 100%. What does nutrition mean to you? Like, if you were to define that word, how would you kind of put it? Hmm. Nutrition is life force to me. 
nutrition the, what nutrition means to me it means life force that's that's the, like the first thing that pops in my head nutrition is the life force for me the definition for nutrition on I me mean, if i were to try to like redefine nutrition would be life life giving you know it the, it's always given to you like mm-hmm. you consume it it gives you what you need out of it right so to me like, yeah that that's that's how that's like the best way i could explain it maybe i don't know how poetic so poetic <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Awesome>. you. <laughs> what what does balance mean to you? Finding a happy medium. Something that you're okay with, but know that you can always improve. Right on. You know? Like balance. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasize. You gotta the word. give, you gotta yes, take, you know. Yes. A little something here, a little something there. Love it, love it. Very For cool. Sure. All right, one more question to yeah. wrap up with you. Um, thank you again for, for being a part of this um, and love your testimony, love your, your enthusiasm and uh, your encouragement and just how passionate you are about this lifestyle um, and being a coach and having nutrition. So after all of the things that you have overcome to be where you are now, we're obviously always overcoming something every day. You, you, you know, every day you have, to, you have to choose to be the person that you wanna be. What advice would you give to somebody who is trying and keeps failing and wants to give up but like what advice would you give to them to keep them going and stay motivated keep failing keep failing don't stop failing always do that because you learn nothing from success Mm -hmm. every time you fail you learn what not to do don't stop failing because when you stop failing that's when you truly stop trying all right thomas edison he did it a million one times all right, Benjamin Franklin, he did it a million one times. Look at the path in, in the history of the United States and anybody that's done anything great in the world. All right, how many times did they fail before they met success? Right. Success is never gonna be an end game, right? Don't stop failing. Because if you really feel like, oh, I'm at the top of the food chain, like I said before, when you think you're crushing it, you're not. Progress, not perfection. Continue to fail, because at some point in time, your failures are gonna be your best achievements. Wow. Sizzle. (laughs) Sizzle. That was fire. Boom. Boom. Fire. Yes, that was awesome. Well, thank you, Christopher Maxim, CrossFit coach, dad, business owner, epic all over dude. Thank you so much for being a part of this. We're so grateful for you to be be on this episode, and we will. Uh, <laughs> um, where can people find you? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you yeah. Can, where can people find you if you? You, you can are, find me at Grand yeah. Strength and Conditioning. Um, <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and I'm just yeah. Christopher's not a really public figure kind of kind of dude. I'm not a big social media guy. I mean, I'm not. But I am like I understand like the social media platforms are they're needed in our today's society because you know that's where we're at. But I don't know. I'm, I'm out there. Uh, if you know Dara, if you, <laughs> Beyond Broken Hungry, you know anybody that that, that follows with them or are close with them, you, you'll be able to find me uh, easily. Uh, Christopher Todd Maxim, um, Atlantic Beach, Florida. Here I am. <laughs> he's poetic and he's mysterious. 
Ooh. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. It was an honor having you on here. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Cool. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you weren't already, be sure to subscribe to Beyond Broken Hungry wherever you get your podcast so you can be notified every time a new episode drops. It would also mean the world to us if you rate, review, and share the podcast too so more people can join the tribe. Follow us on social media at Beyond Broke and Hungry to interact with us and see how we're stumbling towards wellness one day at a time.